Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports and presented by TickPick. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you some of our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering into a world of news and topics we find interesting. I promise not to sing this week, but I don't know if I can keep that promise, so here we go. Uh, Adam, is there? let's start off with the obvious question. Is there such a thing as a must-win in Week 10 of 17 games, and are the Raiders facing it against the Bengals? I mean, uh, yeah, I think there is such a thing, and, and if there is, this is it, right? I mean, for a lot of different reasons. Um, one, I think just from a mentality standpoint of when you start to lose games, it starts to spiral. And the questions that they're facing right now uh, after losing two straight games are only going to magnify and get bigger and bigger uh, if they lose another game. If that's three straight losses, uh, you start to really creep in some of those feelings that you've had over the last couple of years that the first half was good, the second half is bad, and you find yourself out of the playoffs. And we've seen the pattern develop over and over again. Uh, even Rich Passaccia talked about it this week that you know, that roller coaster can get going and, you know, you ride that wave throughout this throughout the year. You can have ups and downs, but sometimes if you allow one down to to continue, it just keeps, you know, tumbling and tumbling further and further. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a must win just from that mentality standpoint, just from, you know, stopping the bleeding of these last two weeks and getting a win. But also just just look at the rest of the schedule. I mean, obviously, any given Sunday, anything can happen. But there's not a whole lot of games that you look at and say that's a win on the schedule. There's some toss-ups and there's some games that you say that's probably a loss. But there's not a lot of games that you say that's a win. This has to be one of those. This has to be a win because you've got some really tough games. You know, I was talking to um, one of the guys from Pro Football Focus this week who just looked at it and said, you know, I think they're, I think the Raiders are fixable. I think that there's, there's, it's salvageable this season, but. You know, there are certain games that they have to win. They can't give games back like they did against the Giants and against the Bears. And yeah, the Bengals are a competitive team, but this is a game you have to win. They're reeling as well. And just from a practical standpoint of the standings, I mean, the, the Bengals are tied with you just outside the wild card race. This is a game that could have tiebreaker implications down the road. Um, it's just massive in so many different ways. Um, you know, they dropped all the way down in, in the uh, metrics last week by some measures to 30% to make the playoffs. Others yeah, have them 30, around 34 yeah. Uh, but if they lose this one, they're way down below that. Yeah, man, I think that one of the best things you said there, and this is why I can't consider it a must win, is not because of them, because they have not been good the last two weeks. I mean, they've actually been awful in most ways and losing to the Giants and then the Chiefs. But mostly what you just said, we just see scores each week that, you know, you you take two blinks at and you look away and you can't believe you saw the score. Uh, it won't be good if they lose to them because I think, like you were talking about it, creeping into their heads of another midseason slump. But the league is so crazy. And, you know, I know Basachi and others talked about that this week. The league is so crazy 
with the scores you see each each Sunday, each Thursday, each Monday, that I don't know if this is a must win. Now, if it's not a must win and they lose, then you start talking about, I think you'll agree, you know, you're going to start losing tiebreakers and wild cards. Then you start talking about, you know, do you have to sweep your AFC West games to have a chance at this? And I, I got to be honest with you, you know, short of another uh, celebratory um, lap around Kansas City Stadium uh, in a bus um, when we're there, I don't I don't know if they could sweep the AFC West. So I do think it's really, really critical. But if we're walking out of Allegiant Stadium on Sunday night and they lost the game, I'm not so sure I'm going to say, well, they can't make the playoffs now. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I would – I would, you know, I was going to say if I was a betting man, I'm a betting man, but I, I would, I would say, uh, I would definitely not be wanting to put my money on the Raiders to make the playoffs if they don't win this game. Let's put it that way. I think it's a, a massive long shot when you start to look at it, and when you start talking about the AFC West, yeah, that that would still be open to them if they start to fall to the wild card race, but. How long will it be open? I mean, if Kansas City is able to beat Dallas this week and really start to put something together, um, the Raiders are already, you know, down a couple of games in the division. They've already played every team one time and they lost two of them. So uh, they're already starting to fall behind in the tiebreakers in that regard as well. Uh, it just it makes your job a lot, lot more difficult. Like you're not eliminated, obviously, if you lose this week. But the the task is Herculean if you lose, where if you win, you know, you might be in a playoff position by the end of this weekend. It's just, it's such a huge swing on this game. And to have it be against a team that's tied with you in the wild card standings and, and right there fighting for the same things you are uh, makes it even that much more significant. But I think it's, it's not only from a, you know, from the odds perspective and from the practical and tiebreaker perspective and all those, uh, it's the mental as much as anything to me as well. So I, I just think they, they need to win. You know, I asked a couple of players this week, do you just have to stop the bleeding? And right, right. You know, the answer was yes, you do. You have to you have to make that stop. You can't you can't keep hemorrhaging and expect to just turn it around. And let's not forget, you play this game and you've got a game five days later on the road against a very good Dallas team. Like this could become a four game losing streak very, very quickly. I like that word Herculean. Hercules. Yeah, solid. I like that. That was a solid word. Solid word. All right. You know what's not solid? And this is what I want to talk about as well before I get to uh, some of the stories you got coming up in Vegas Nation, and one I really uh, look forward to reading in particular. Uh, but the run game, uh, it has not been good. Had a couple games over 100. I know you wrote about that when it happened against the Eagles and the Giants. They lost the Giants game. Back last week, 50 yards, 14 carries. I don't know if Josh Jacobs is right. He's always got some kind of dings. He's missed two games already this season, again, with injuries. Um, if you look at pro football focus, the blocking rates uh, up front, other than Colton Miller, are not good. And I just don't think you can forfeit this on a weekly basis. I, you know, they're, they're metrically across the league. They're 28th in, in average per game and average per rush. Um, I know Kenyon Drake kind of adds another element to it with his ability to catch the ball. But if they don't fix this, I don't really care if we're talking about wild cards or playoffs or wins or losses. I don't, I don't think they can do anything. I mean, have you seen anything? And probably not last week because they were terrible last week. And, the, and here's the thing. The score got out of hand. So you're going to call different plays. They're going to play different defenses. That's crazy. You know, it's, it gets kind of crazy when it gets out of hand like that. But let's say this is a close game this week. And I think the spread is now one, one and a half. If the Raiders can't find a way to get Josh Jacobs going, I just don't know how much hope there is in terms of in terms of a run game and trying to do something that has some kind of consistency to it, like Derek Carr talked about uh, with us this week. Yeah, you know what? I'm not obviously they haven't been able to really run the ball, but it really hasn't mattered, right? I mean, they were able to win games without running the ball earlier in the season, and against the Giants, they were able to run the ball the best they have all year, and they lost. So the run game to me is is kind of overrated at times. It's kind of an old school 
um, thought process, but there is one place where it's really showing up. And I think that's on third and short. They haven't been able to convert third and shorts. They haven't been able to just line up and run and get that one or two yards that they need. Um, the The transformation from Gruden to Basaccia has been drastic on third down. Uh, I think that's where it's really showed up. Early in the season, they were you know among the better teams in the league at converting on third down. They were uh, able to go and, and pick it up and do well in that regard. Uh, it hasn't been the same. Uh, they were one of nine this past week. They're, they're 29.3% in the four games since John Gruden has been gone. Uh, that's 31st in the league. Before that, they were 13th best at 41.4%. Like That's a huge drop-off. And you might say, well, maybe you know they're not doing their job on first and second down, not setting themselves up. That's not true. They were actually among the, the worst in the league uh, at distance to go on third down with under Gruden. And they're among the best in the league under Basachi, which means they're getting a lot of third and one, third and two, third and three, and they can't just line up and get that first down. So I don't really care about the run game in general, but you do need to be able to run the ball in those short yarded situations. That's part of why they struggle in the red zone. It's part of why they struggle on third down. And it's part of why we've seen this decline uh, these last couple of weeks. I think that's pretty obvious that that's a big, big fact. <laughs> Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another site, TickPick pick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Now led under interim head coach Rich Bisaccia, everyone's going to want to see how the Raiders season continues to unfold and if they are in fact a playoff bound team. That's why you've got to visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation today to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. I want to talk about uh, something you're writing about this week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's special teams. Um, Let's get to the real issue here, though, with the punter, A.J. Cole. Uh, you uh, cover MMA for the paper. Larry Mir, our producer, is a, a fighter, former fighter in MMA. Take us through what A.J. Cole this week said about his ability, perhaps, to beat his long snapper in a fight if the long snapper did not have thumbs. I thought this was very interesting. I kind of put my thumbs down one night and was starting to, like, grab a pillow because I wanted to see if I could grab a pillow and actually take someone down without thumbs. How did this come about? Did you ask him this question, and why would he even think about fighting someone with no thumbs? Well, it's a combination. First of all, this is something that is right up my alley. Me and my yes. friends do the we do the hypothetical game all the time. You know, like how many you know who would win between an alligator and a rhinoceros? Uh, what if they were in land? What if they were on sea? Um, who would win if you you know? If a person, you know, a, a regular uh, adult human fought like 35 third graders, like who would win that fight? Like those hypotheticals are basically my entire life. That's all. Oh, the human, by the way, the human would kill the third graders. Not if they all come at the same time. If they come in a wave, it's uh, tough. Yeah. 
I I saw Little House in the Prairie where the kids rushed the kid and he backed off. He could have killed all of them. That's another story. Another another day for another story. Sure, I'm uh, gonna. I want to find 35 third graders to come after you. I don't think you can handle them. But <laughs> besides the point, I'll of these third graders. The, so AJ Cole, Daniel Carlson, and Trent Sieg in the special teams room. I, I don't know. Like people don't get to see practice like we do, but they're kind of just they kind of just do their own thing. Like they're on their own all the time. So they're just always hanging out together, both in the in the building, on the field. They've got so much time to talk. And apparently what they do is these hypotheticals just like we do. Uh, and there's a longstanding debate in the room about who would win a fight between all of them. Daniel Carlson for a kicker is a big dude and he's a country dude. Yeah. Um, he's got some strength to him. So is it true? He's walked past this. Is Daniel Carlson six five, or am I missing something? Uh, he looks like it. I don't know what they list him at. Probably somewhere around. He's a big. I didn't he, know he was that even, big. He's not even just tall. He's a big. He's a big fella. He's a big scrapping young man. Big country boy. So there's a long running debate with Cole Carlson and Sieg who wins a fight between them. Obviously, Trent Sieg probably wins. He's you know the long snapper. He's um, he's a bigger guy, real, you know, real strong guy. So I think he wins. But then the Carlson Cole debate has raged on. Cole says no contest. He crushes him. Um, I think the kicking would be really intriguing there. They can both kick, obviously, see who can, you know, use their legs better in the fight. Uh, but then the the debate turned to well, if Trent Sieg's gonna fight, he needs a handicap, and they decided, well, you don't have thumbs. And and I think at first glance, you're like, who cares? Your thumbs are very, very important, especially yeah. in a fight. Yeah, so, I'm holding my thumbs down right now, and it would be very difficult for me to grab onto something. Yeah, I actually think AJ Cole's right. I think Trent Sieg has no thumbs. I think AJ Cole beats him. I, I think it's it's going to be real hard. I mean, you'd have to you'd have to be a, you'd have to have a huge advantage over somebody to beat them without thumbs. You, you're taking the whole thumb off, right? You're just cutting it off. Yeah, it's cut off both thumbs. Oh, that's difficult to fight. You can't, you know, when you start to make the fist, there's no thumb there. It's a much weaker fist to punch yeah. somebody with. I, I thought they were going to wrestle because if you're wrestling with no thumbs, I don't think you have a chance. Yeah, and I think that was what he was talking about too. Like you, you just there's no there's no leverage, there's no grip, there's nothing. It's 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 almost impossible. It's a huge handicap. So I think, um, yeah, I think AJ Cole wins that, or Carlson wins that against Sieg if Sieg has no thumbs. And I think that's pretty vital although i did follow up as you as you heard with okay we we get that you guys are fighting and you're having your battles and uh, that would be interesting but what if you guys teamed up and you had to fight other special teams units around the league i think the raiders are one of the clear odds well, on favorites those dudes are all huge yeah yeah i mean most kickers are like 5 11 that's why carlson is carlson is is unique in in sense of how big he is most kickers are much smaller little wider don't have to do as much exercise I would love to know, though, and this might, you know, this might be a great book because now we do know, I mean, they go out and they kick and then they just kind of stand around. What else are you going to do except kick? I'd love to go to each special teams group run league and see what they talk about. Because I had no idea until you started asking questions this week that this is what these guys talk about, fighting each other, cutting off thumbs, uh, doing stuff like that. It would make a great, like, long-form story or book to go to each special teams. Can you imagine the craziness? Because that's all you guys that, – that's all they have to do is talk to each other. They go out and they kick. They pretend to lift some weights, pretend to have some meetings, and then they just probably sit around talking about a bunch of nonsense. Well, first of all, I think that they would take offense to you saying they pretend to lift weights. I think in this building <laughs> – All right, all right. It might be different every other building. In this building, you could tell those dudes are – those dudes lift. All right, I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. I don't know what they're doing in meetings. So, hey, Danny – 
You made the 35 yard or good for you. What, what, what are you doing in the meetings? Um, AJ so I wanna, Cole laid somebody out last week. Yeah. And by the way, on that, Cole laid somebody out. I thought Basaccia, I, I think you might have asked a question. I don't know who asked the question. Basaccia didn't really come with a sense of humor on that. Well, you know, we've been practicing that. It's like, hey, come on. You got your punter laying people out. Hey, take a joke for once in a while. He's way too serious, this guy. Well, I I think I think he may have been some lingering annoyance from earlier in the week at some questions that he didn't like from me. By the way, Larry Muir, our producer, asks, I have no idea what this means. It's a fight term. I'm sure that both of you know. He said, no thumbs. What about palming someone? It's not a fight term. He's just palming. What does that mean? You just hit him with your palm? Hey, you can jam it in there. Not anything about that. No, I I think the non-thumbs would not be good. Um, Well, look for Tell everyone when that's going to be in the newspaper. Uh, Well, we we read a little bit of the quotes the other day, and uh, you know we're going to sprinkle some out throughout throughout the time here, and continue to write some uh, some AJ Cole stuff. And um, I find them very intriguing. I don't think we're going to get them on the podium again very (laughs) anytime soon. (laughs) Um, But we love it. I would love if he was on like once a week. It's great, great content. He absolutely enjoyed his moment in the sun. There's, yeah, there's no absolutely question. no question about that. Uh, before I let you go, I do want to get into um, something I'm, I assume, I don't know if you've been watched or you're ready or you care about it, uh, but Tiger King 2 is out on Netflix. I've watched episode one. I've got to be honest with you, very, very highly disappointed. Yeah. Um, you got the nut job from jail, Joe from jail on, on the Zoom. But I didn't think there was enough Carol Baskin. I don't even think there was enough Jeff Lowe. And it just you had the one armed person in there. And it just seems like all these people are coming back to make a buck. I mean, tell me what you want from Tiger King 2. Well, I'm sure I don't know if you've been watched it or not. Ben's watched it or not. But what are you expecting? And I, I barely even saw any Tigers in the first one. Yeah, I'm not expecting much. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that they made one and they didn't even think it was going to be as big as it was. It was the most perfectly timed documentary of all time because it came out right at the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was home and everybody got obsessed with it. I don't know if it would have happened if it came out any other time. Um, and then they they saw dollar signs and they wanted to make another one. And I like is is obsessed. And I could not have been more obsessed with Tiger King uh, as obsessed as I was with it. I can I could not be less enthusiastic about Tiger King too. I haven't watched it yet. I plan to watch it on the plane to Dallas actually. Oh yeah, uh, yeah okay. Well, you always um, get ready for a Thanksgiving feast with a little Tiger King. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not. I can't imagine it's any good. I can't imagine it's anything but forced and uh, not very exciting. Uh, Jeff Lowe, uh, he proved that controversial season one. We produce those white tigers. They don't occur in the wild. Um, he in, in in episode one, he was taking target practice uh, using an exotic shaped board to aim at. So if Joe ever does get out, I'd be a little afraid because Jeff Lowe's now taking some target practice at the head. Mm, I'm not too worried. I, I mean, he's he's a Las Vegan, so maybe we should be worried here in town. But uh, I don't. I don't. First of all, is Joe ever getting out? I don't know if that's happening. No, I, it doesn't say. Oh, did you have you seen any kind of a? Uh, of the trailers of the haircut and what he what, what he's got going on there. It's, I mean, it couldn't it couldn't have got much worse. Oh no, it's worse. It's a complete disaster. It's it's you know what it is. I'm looking at it right now. It's Mark Davis with a mullet. It's got the bowl cut with the mullet in the back. He's got kind of a goatee. It's all brown, so I don't know if that's his natural. I'm sure it's his natural color. I'm sure they're not paying for in jail to have him to have his hair whitened or his hair colored. But it's 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 a bowl cut. And it's like a mullet in the back. So it's got a little Davis to him. 
and a little, you know, he's got the mullet, obviously. And he appeared to think the best part, I know you'll love this, is the team of people who went to the Capitol the day before or of the insurrection with the large signs asking Trump to pardon him. Do you remember when that played out? Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about some nut jobs headed to Washington. Yeah, and I do have a, uh, I do have a, a favorite radio show out there, um, and I know that they were they were very excited that they had clips from their show on uh, I believe it's episode two, where they're the first ones that brought it up to Donald Trump Jr. to yes, uh, pass it along, that. yes, to get the part. You know these people, or it's your favorite show? They have a show. I mean, it's my favorite show. It's it's in New York, but yeah, they uh, I know you know peripherally know know them a little bit but yeah they're uh they're very excited that they made tiger king too well these guys uh they arrived on a bad day they had the 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 it's <laughs> not a good day to arrive they had the posters out free joe pardon joe they had the petitions out they actually got um they actually got confronted by a lot of republicans screaming at them um, to uh, go away and to get out of there. And then, of course, the insurrection happens and they're on their plane back to uh, wherever they came from. So it's Tiger King 2. Larry Muir also says it's completely horrible. Um, I'll be interested to see what you think, though, because I know how much you love Tiger King 1. And I just literally think this is about lining pockets. Uh, my wife has watched episode 2. She gave it the thumbs down. So I just, uh, I'm, I'll just i be interested to see what you think, but my guess is you're not going to like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm already kind of out. We'll see. I might, end up, I might not even watch another plane now. You've discouraged me. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep uh, keep an eye on Adam there, and uh, the Raiders play Sunday against the Bengals, and then we'll see what happens next week. It's a short week as they go to Dallas, as he was saying. He'll be on the plane for that. We'll all be there for the Thanksgiving Day game against those Cowboys. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Stations Casino, STN Sports, and presented by TickPick. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast app. You can check out Vegas Nation Game Day while we preview the Raiders and Bengals. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Mir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. We'll talk Talk to you soon. <laughs> Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me the local favorite.